Welcome to the Lewis Says Black Show. Now, time for a word from our sponsor. Yo, what up, 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 what up. It's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And today's episode, once again, forgive me for the upbeat intro because it's another somber topic, but we're going to try to get through this because tragedy is just hitting us. And the crazy thing is with this particular one, this wasn't a celebrity, but this is someone that has went viral, unfortunately, not because of her God-given talents, but because of the fuckery that we go through and that we inflict on ourselves within the community that's why i might be calling this type this song or should i say forgive me might be calling this episode what about your friends or what about black on black crime or i'll probably put the aka on it where i say what about your friends aka what about black on black crime shaquilla robinson and what's fucking me up is Looks like she wound up getting killed on Halloween weekend, but we're just now finding out about it. But of course, I'm not glad that anything happened to our sister, but I am glad that this is going viral because when shit goes viral, black folks, we know how to put our little money up. And even if it's a dollar, even if it's, even if it's five, ten, whatever little twos and fuse, we put our money up and her family is definitely going to need a GoFundMe probably so that they can get the proper legal care i hate getting off into the actual factuals but sometimes there may be somebody that may just be clicking on this podcast because they saw a picture of a pretty woman who is no longer here shaquilla robinson i'm sorry shanquella shanquella robinson I'm just going to call her Miss Robinson so that I'm not constantly fucking up her name because I don't want to disrespect the dead and I don't want to be butchering that name. So I'm just going to call her 
Miss Robinson out of respect. So I'm going to break this article down for y'all so that we can get up to speed. And then, of course, I'm going to give you my perspective on it. 25-year-old Shanquella Robinson, North Carolina woman, well-known for her business of braiding hair, turned up dead after just one day into her vacation to Mexico with friends. Now, media takeout has learned that her family wants answers as to what happened and how she died. I'm going to take this from media takeout. What I like about media takeout is even though their journalism can be kind of amateur, it does break the story down in a very simple way for simple folks. And I'm going to move this camera around so that you guys aren't just looking at my armpit while I scroll on the black computer. According to friends who accompanied the beautiful Shanquella on the trip, she was drunk and had an accident, but the specific details surrounding her death are not known. And while Shanquella's friends are not speaking out publicly on what happened, they were interviewed by Mexican police who refused to press charges. The U.S. State Department says that Mexican authorities says there's no clear evidence Shanquella was murdered. The official death certificate, however, which media takeout has obtained, shouts out to y'all, List the cause of her death as severe spinal cord injury and atlas luxation. That's damage to the top of her spinal cord near her neck. Shanquella traveled to Mexico with a group of friends on or about October 30th and stayed at the Villa Linda 32, a property listed on CableVillas.com. A rep with the company told local media that the group called the concierge for help Saturday afternoon. The concierge called a doctor who gave the young woman CPR. Shanquilla died at 3 p.m. An estimated 15 minutes after her injury. The death certificate was not clear on whether she was killed or whether it was an accident. But the situation just got a little murkier because Media Takeout has learned that a video is circulating online purporting to show Shanquella getting badly beaten by another woman while a man videos the assault. And then, of course, they got this video, which we're not going to show you because that's just some graphic shit. You ain't got to worry about that on my channel, me trying to show people during their last moments. That's just not my get down. I don't get my jollies off for that. Just, mm -mm. Here's the thing that's fucking me up. When you look at this video... And part of it's going to be bleeped out depending on what the source is. But she's naked for some reason. So that's making me lead to believe two things. Like either A, was she getting down with somebody? Or B, did they just catch her out the shower? Or C, were they just that damn evil to strip her down naked and beat her? Which would just be, woo, that's some tragic shit that would just put tears to my eyes. And then, if we're supposed to be amongst friends, why are you letting me even get attacked? Because according to the video, you can hear her say, fight her back, and she's not even fighting back. So this girl, and this is very rare, because black folks, male or female, we are some violent ass people. So for me to, and even I ain't trying to be funny, just damn near everybody, for the most part, even white folks. So for me to see a black woman at age 25 from Charlotte, North Carolina, I used to live in Charlotte. So I know how y'all niggas get down out there. I could never imagine the day that I'd see a young black woman sit up here and get hit 
multiple times and say that she don't want to fight. Hmm? Even if she was naked. In most cases, y'all had the right one. Because in most cases, a motherfucker could be butt T naked, barefoot and all, and it would have been some furniture moving. It would have been a tussle. It would have been a rumble in the jungle. Motherfuckers would have lost all of that little security deposit for that little Vila 32, which to me just comes across as an Airbnb. We would have tore some shit up in there. And then the fact that y'all beat her to the point, because let's just, let's just cut past the bullshit. Okay, it wasn't alcohol poisoning. The autopsy report shows that some shit happened with her neck. So y'all fucked around and broke her neck. Y'all conveniently wind up doing this out in Mexico to where there's no way to really thoroughly prosecute unless we get a lot of people involved that you know that her family may be without me being harsh, may be too broke or may not financially be able to take care of. And it makes me wonder, what was it about? Because a lot of people are screaming, jealousy, jealousy, jealousy. Not trying to shit on the woman because as you can see from the picture, very beautiful woman. And if she's doing hair, you know, I'm pretty sure that she was her own model for her work. Looks like she does amazing makeup and looks like she really does an amazing bang up job on the hairs. And she knows how to and she knew how to get those baby hairs together. But the fact that she was 25 and she was making a living off of doing people's hair. That's something to be jealous of. That means you're hanging around some low level motherfuckers. In the male world, that's like me being jealous of the homeboy that's a barber that's getting his little money and he's got more clients than he can deal with. The type of brother that has so many clients that he has to literally work from eight in the morning to seven at night to get all of his customers through. I wouldn't be jealous of that because I'm getting my own bread in my own way. And maybe because, you know, my bread is a little bit more guaranteed. And try not to trip too much off of the uniform. This is my test run as far as doing the show on a YouTube video format as well as on my audio format simultaneously. For the most part, I'll be doing these at the spot where you can see a brother wearing what my parents used to call back in the days street clothes but that's here nor there now the thing that really pissed me off and i am not going to abuse you good listeners with the audio of it is her friend i think his name is khalil but just look it up do your research you know shanquilla robinson's friend reacts on ig and he was one of those how can I say this? Because now that I'm on YouTube, I got to really kind of watch my language a little bit. One of those out of the LGBTQ, he was one of those G-men. Yeah, we're going to call him G-men from now on. You can definitely tell he's one of them G-men. Because at first I'm thinking, as a dude, why would you let your girlfriend go through all of this? But then after listening to old boy talk, and especially with the way that he briefly talked about what was going on with her 
then talked about, you know, it was my birthday and I had to drive for 12 hours and then when I got down there, I had to get the address and just all of this mess, uh, it just ruined my birthday. I'm like, wow, if I'm not gonna make it about me, but let me just tell y'all how I felt for a second was a person. Which further lets me know it's that lack of remorse. Because when you go down and y'all are eight deep and we lose somebody, not we lost them because we can't find them and they're missing. Someone dies. Y'all came down there eight deep and leave seven deep. And it's just no remorse, no tears, no sadness, no oh my goodness. I really miss my dog. You're not playing that boys to men. It's so hard to say goodbye. You know, I, I can tell that you ain't played that gangster lean. Mm-mm. It means that you all were in on it. So, you know, and I don't like the way that when you see the video, you'll see that his story switches. He makes it a point to keep on saying that he got there at 326. And that when he got there at 326, that she was kind of in and out of it. And he was holding her and trying to get her together. And I was playing soft music, which I'm no medical expert. But how does playing soft music help get somebody together even if they are drunk so even if this was about alcohol poisoning what's that soft music going to do I can see if you said you know I decided to whip up a pot of some Folgers coffee or that community I don't give a damn I drink gas station coffee I'm a gutter nigga or you know I decided which is the best thing to do with a drunk I decided to go ahead and fix her some water so that she could rehydrate and just, ooh, nothing. So you got there at 326. You did all of this shit. But they are clearly stating that she died at 3 p.m. So if you got there at 326, That means you got there to a dead body. That means by the time your ass arrived, basically everybody would have been standing around like, damn, Miss Robinson is dead. And it would have been, oh, Jesus, what happened? I'm no detective, but just shit like that. The fact that you're sticking to this story where the timeline doesn't add up makes me want to be like that dude for menace where he's like you know you fucked up right you know you fucked up y'all remember when he was talking to Kane and he was like so you're saying that you got to the liquor store at eight o'clock right yeah 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 um we got there at eight o'clock okay so you definitely definitely or letting me know that you got there around 9 o'clock, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got there at nine o'clock. So without a shadow of a doubt, Kane, you got there at 1015. Yes, me and old dog walked in at 1015. You know you fucked up, right? You know you fucked up. But we're going to get down to the bottom of this because this is just open and shut. It's just the sad thing is it's just the fact that it happened on non-U.S. soil. If this was on U.S. soil, all of their asses would be locked up. Lock up him because he's helping keep a lie going. So, you know, I'm no judge. I ain't been to law school. What your boy Jay-Z say? I ain't passed the bar, but I know a little bit. So we're definitely going to lock up his ass for helping tell a fib. That's conspiracy if my legal memory serves me correct. We're definitely going to get the person that she fought. That's just going to be murder. We can do either murder, second degree murder. We can do manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter, depending on how you killed them. Because, you know, if you sit up here and you put somebody in a chokehold and you're purposely trying to kill them with your hands, then yeah, manslaughter, murder, or whatever. But if you sit up here and you just go overboard and you fight somebody and you didn't mean to kill them, then it could be some involuntary shit. But either way it goes, your ass is going to be sitting up in an orange jumpsuit for a very, very long time. And I would also, because if I was a judge, I'd bring some new shit in, which is I'm going to get the person that recorded it. And I know people are like, well, black, if that's the case, wouldn't everybody be guilty? No, 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 no. It's one thing when you as a civilian sit back and record an asshole like Derek Chauvin keeping his knee on that man George Floyd's neck for eight minutes. Because if you would jumped in as the camera person, it was enough cops to where they would have put a knee on your neck. So you, whoever you are, shouts out to you because you did a public service. You deserve a Nobel Peace Prize because of that graphic 10 minute video that was hard for us to watch. That's what made this case a slam dunk. Had that, had that not been documented and not recorded, and had that footage not been turned in, they could have said anything. And I'm going to railroad it back. I'm going to bring it back in, y'all. Had we not had that, who knows how that case could have gone. But when they say fentanyl, when they try to say this, when they try to say that, when we were able to look at that video, we were like, bam, that's a slam dunk. So continue to record. When you see law enforcement doing somebody wrong, black, white, Asian, or whatever, record, 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 like my boy Willie Williams says. But when it's an incident where you are, even if you're in the hood and you're recording a fight and you know you're not really supposed to be on that person's side and you're recording, whatever, whatever. But in an incident like this, where everybody is supposed to be cool with each other, and you're recording it, and you're posting it, I'm going to feel like you're complicit. And I'm going to say at this point, you could have jumped in. 
Instead of recording, you could have simply broke up the fight. Because when it comes to friends, friends won't even let friends argue with each other. Let's say that there's three of us and I get to arguing with person B. Person C is going to jump in the middle of that verbal argument and be like, hey, man, chill out, man. Y'all supposed to be brothers. So I'm going to be like, nah, you're complicit. And what I would probably do is the camera person, I'm going to give them the least amount of time, but they all finna get a football jersey number. And I want y'all to get hip to that term. When I say football jersey number, that means that you're going to get, you know, uh, anywhere from 10 on up. I'm going to give you a football jersey. Straight up and down. And... I do want to talk about the black on black crime aspect because black on black crime is not anything new. It's just now we get to see about it and we get to hear about it more. Back in the days, for the most part, the only black on black crime that you heard about was the black on black crime going on in your city, the black on black crime going on in Detroit or Cleveland or St. Louis or Chi-Town or Milwaukee or Naptown or ATL or Miami or New York, Los Angeles, Oakland, Sacramento, Seattle, Philly, DC, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Tallahassee, you know, spots where niggas live. But nowadays, thanks to this World Wide Web, and with the fact that they have made this shit mobile, now, you can easily, easily hear about what's going on in other places. And it just really puts a spotlight. And I'm hoping that this spotlight can create a change. Because we have to do better by each other. I hate to sound cliche, but it's crazy how we've inflicted so much pain on each other. Even since 2012, but George Zimmerman is still walking around. It's just crazy to me. And when I say, what about your friends? It's like, damn, it's one thing when you get caught slipping by the ops. Because, you know, young black women her age, they get into beef with, with motherfuckers, especially in Charlotte. Because Charlotte is one big old ghetto with some nice areas. Some good, some good black folks, but some country ass, ghetto ass black folks as well. So it'd be one thing if she got caught slipping by the ops. But you weren't with the ops. You were with the friends. And then, damn, if you're sitting up here doing hair and everybody's saying, you know, they could have been jealous of you. That makes me wonder, damn, did you put up the majority of this money for this damn nice ass villa? Because I saw some footage and it was a nice looking ass spot. Matter of fact, just for shits and giggles. Let's look that place up on the Internet. Villa Linda 32. Ooh, I'm on the black computer. Man, I love the internets. Love me the internets. Vila Linda 32. Let me get some images. Oh, man. She, she died at the more fly location than some people. Shit, a lot of us, you know what I'm saying, just get taken out in the middle of the ghetto. Oh, man. 
And I don't want to just, you know, disrupt the quality of the video by trying to turn the camera around to show y'all. But, oh, yeah. Uh-uh. And for y'all to sit up here and kill her the way that y'all did and to be making up shit, you got some broke niggas. See, some rich black kids with something to lose. Either A, wouldn't have killed her and they would have just rolled their eyes and just did passive aggressive shit towards her. Or B, they would have had their alibi just mac tight. I don't even want to speculate on what they would have did, but I will say this. Yeah, you got killed by some niggas, and I'm pretty sure nine times out of ten, it was homeboy's birthday. So I'm pretty sure homeboy put up um, a piece of the money, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, Miss Robinson, with the fact that she's doing hair, it wasn't nothing for her to probably just, you know, pick up a few extra heads and maybe even get mobile with it and hustle up that Skrilla that scratch, that paper, that dinero, that money, that cash, that coin to take care of her little piece. Oh man, bomb ass pools. Woo wee. Makes me wanna go visit the Villa Linda, but I ain't going with none of you niggas. Uh-uh, y'all ain't finna have me hemmed up. And then my body doesn't get back until like days later. Oh no. What really offends me is the fact that they didn't have enough common courtesy to put together a good lie. Cause see, here's what it is. I hate to say it. <coughs> Cause I've seen it before. Some young rich white folks around 25, 24, 26 years of age. What they do is they don't try to come up with some extravagant lie. What they do is they just stand on the truth. And they just rely on privilege. So, for instance, let this have been some white folks. And let this have gone down on American soil. Although, I ain't gonna lie. As beautiful as this resort is, I'm wondering... If someone can show me a resort here on American land that's gonna look this good. And I will admit that with it being Mexico, it was probably cheaper than what you would pay here. Cause see, I'm looking at this resort through American eyes. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like some thousand dollar a night shit. But it's Mexico, dog. No. That shit could have fucked around and been 400 a night, dog. I ain't bullshit. <laughs> I'm sitting up here talking about people hustling up money and saving and sacrificing shit. <laughs> it might have just as been simple as shit. It's about seven of us. Shit, if we all put up about, goddammit, uh, 50 to to $100 a piece, we can be in this motherfucker for a hot minute. The white folks, what they would have did is with the fact that there's video evidence of a fight, they would have stood on it. They would have stood on the fact that it was a fight. If it would have been, well, how did her neck get snapped? It was an accident. It was an accident. It was an accident. I can see it right now. It wouldn't even be the lawyer. The judge would be interrogating their ass. Judge would be like, so, Mr. Gifford, 
what you're telling me is that there was a fight and you all did not try to intentionally kill Mrs. Robinson. Yes, your honor. Yes, your honor. Me and Mrs. Robinson personally have been friends ever since the fifth grade. Ever since her parents moved down to my neighborhood from Pomona over to Beverly Hills. We would never do anything like that. All of us have been good friends since junior high. So can you explain to me why there was an altercation that we can clearly see on the camera? Your Honor, you were probably young at one time. Are you able to tell me in front of this court? Because they'll, they'll let them sit up and act like little lawyers. You know, we just be up in court all scared and shit. So, Your Honor, are you meaning to tell me that when you were 25, you never went to Laguna, Mexico and rented out the Villa Linda 32 and stayed there for three or four nights on Halloween weekend and got so drunk to where the Jack Daniels consumed you and you decided to fist fight one of your friends Judge be like, no, Mr. Gifford. Actually, when I was 25, when I was your age, it was the 60s. And I was working three jobs. I was working at a bowling alley, a movie theater, and a gas station so that I could put myself through law school. So that I could sit up here and be the voice of reason and convict people like you that think that they are above the law and think that they can kill innocent people and then the lawyer the lawyer would have been all on it their lawyer because their parents would have had bread so their lawyer would have been top notch and it would have been all about any type of alcohol lord have mercy please don't let this have been a chick that likes to hit that powder Oh man, if she would have been on a little bit of that powder, if she would have been on a little bit of that crystal, if she would have had anything in her system besides water and food, they would have led all of that to the reason to why her neck was a little weak. And that's the reason why her neck was so easily snapped. Man, this shit would be so up and shut. And I would like to make this before I go out. Part of me wants to make this about you can't trust anybody, can't trust anybody. No, that's a fucked up way to live. And I think it was just pure deception. I don't think any of us would go all the way to Mexico, even at a beautiful resort like this. I can't keep, I can't, I'm sorry to repeat myself, but I can't stop mentioning how beautiful this resort is. You guys have to look it up and see it with your own eyes. But I would never go anywhere. I don't even like going to the club with people that I can't trust. So I think it was just something that they were doing a very good job of. And I'm not going to lie. At 25, when everybody lives on their own, and it's not like high school, where we have to see each other and deal with each other's animosity every day. This ain't like Beverly Hills 902.10. See, on Beverly Hills 90210, yeah, Beverly Hills 90210, 
Okay. Beverly Hills 90210. Them motherfuckers didn't like each other, and the tension was so thick that you could cut a knife. But that's because they were in high school. We're talking about grown people that probably talk to each other maybe once a week at best. And then this was a time to just get that issue off. Was it premeditated? I'm probably thinking so. If it would have been if it would have been here on US soil, I would have been able to write it off as motherfuckers got full of that Hennessy. Cause niggas don't know how to act when they get on that Henny, baby. So if it would have been on American soil in Vegas somewhere, and even in Vegas, you wouldn't be able to find a resort this beautiful. But had they been in Vegas and niggas was drunk, I'd be like, you know what? They was in Vegas and they was full of that Henny. And I know that everybody was drinking because everybody is just celebrating the fact that they got more than two days off of work. But with the fact that it's in Mexico, that's what makes it suspect to me. Anyways, that's been my time. That's been another episode of the Lewis Says Black Show. We're going to see how this video slash audio format turns out. And follow your boy on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Lewis S. Black. We out of here.
Williams, a.k.a. the principal. I'm going to with my dude, DJ Ed. It's about to go down for the day. Let's go. Get my money fast and go.